What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do, man. Smash the like, hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell. We do every live Sixers game play-by-play. We do regular episodes. We do uh, sports talk. We do streams like this. We do collabs, call-ins, all that stuff we do here on the channel. Shout out to everybody, man. Back again for some more content. I figured today, you know, we might as well come out here and, uh, you know, just talk. Talk about this Sixers roster. We are less than, what time is it right now? Eight o'clock? We are, um, we're about 19 hours away from the buyout market deadline. 19 hours away. Will Daryl Morey go out and make a signing? There's, you know, is there enough out there? Are there pieces that we actually want that can help us go and make a championship run? Is there enough talent out there? Will Daryl Morey go and strike a move? We're going to talk about Sixers news. We are going to talk about how we stack up with some of these other teams. And ultimately, we're going to talk about does this team have enough to go all the way this year? I thought, you know, we um, we might as well do one of these chill Sixers streams, you know, where, you know, we take questions eventually and we just talk about stuff. You know, it's it's been a long day, man. I'm trying to just relax, chill, and uh, interact with the chat, man. Interact with the chat. Take some questions, throw around ideas, and just talk, man. So shout out to everybody up in here. Shout out to the Fire Take members up in the chat, the realest of the real. Um, shout out to the moderators. Shout out to everybody up in here. We got 50 people in here. We'll let some more people load in. Um, hope everybody's having a good day. Hope everybody's doing well and is safe and healthy. What's going on? Um, we're here, man. Shout out to everybody. Let's see who we got in the chat here. I'm on StreamYard, so it's a little bit different here. Um, let's see. We got Sean McQuestion up in here. We got my guy, David. What's going on? Shout out to the Fire Take members. Um, let's see. We got my guy, Derek, in here. Derek, what's going on, man? It's my bro, man. Great uh, Indianapolis Colts content creator. Says, what up, my boy? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well, too, bro. We're doing all right, man. We're getting through. We're getting through. A little bit of a rough day, but it is what it is. Philly fans and SD, what is going on? Born 5, what's good? George Redden, Gaming with Chris, Ishan, Joe Willembead in the chat. Says, I'll carry like always. Rick Bennett, what is going on, my man? Michael says, long day at work in the snow and rain, but I got busy. Glad to be watching the stream. Mike, thanks so much, bro. And hey, snowing and raining. Dude, it was nice here today. I don't know where you're from, man, but I hope everything's good. Um, it's pretty nice here today. And I have the window open again right now, so maybe the neighbors will uh <laughs> will tune in, will chime in with their thoughts about the Sixers. But yeah, man, we're here to just chill, have a good time. Hope everybody is doing well. And uh yeah, man, we're here. We got some news to talk about. I just want you know, let a couple more people load in. We got 70 up in here. Hit the like and subscribe, man. Julian Clement, what's going on, bro? Shout out to all the Fire Take members. We do have a new member, by the way, who joined yesterday. Um, but I will give him the warm welcome tomorrow during the play-by-play. Um, JoJo says, did you hear the Ben stuff? Yeah, we're going to talk about the Ben stuff. People have been asking me my thoughts about that. Um. Charlie, what's going on, bro? Kane Scott says, I used to be Paul Reed, but I changed my name back. Michael says, Canada. Shout out to Canada up in the building. Shout out to everybody, you know, wherever you guys are tuning in from, man. 
Hold on, let me adjust this chair to keep going down. It's pissing me off. But yeah, hopefully you guys can hear me well. You know, not the usual software, but we're up in here, man. And uh, we're having a good day. Aiden says, sign Avery Bradley. Yeah, we're going to talk about some bio targets, you know, whether you guys think it's uh, it's worth it or not. Just more of a chill stream. Like I said, welcome in, everybody. If you guys are just coming in, we're going to talk Sixers news, how our roster stacks up, potential buyout candidates tomorrow. <clears throat> Madden set up. What's going on, bro? If we win a chip, um, Ben and Toby needs to go off. I agree. 100%. 100%. Woo. Let me know, by the way, guys, uh, you know, now or whenever, if you guys like these kind of streams too, where we just come on and talk, you know, maybe we can get uh, some collabs going soon. I have some ideas for people. Um, let me know if you guys like these streams, the play-by-plays, the videos. Let me know what you guys like, man. Um, <clears throat> Cameroon in the building. What's going on? Terrell Nelson. What is good? Krista Maya. What is good? It's clan. What's going on? What do you think the Sixers need? We're going to get into it, bro. We're going to get into it. Seth, what's going on? Great channel members says, what up? Eastwood's having a poll. Are people afraid of the Nets? I'm going to say no. Uh, afraid when it slows down with Ben. Yes, but not the Nets. Mathief Harden. Yeah, I, I hear you, bro. I hear you. The matchups are there. We're going to talk about it all. But all right, man, let's go ahead and get started. So let me see if I can share my screen the right way. And shout out to all the Fire Take members. I want all your guys' thoughts in the chat, man. Um, Let's see. Uh, Sorry, guys. I haven't used this in a little while since me and DJ did that, uh, that trade deadline stream. That was fun. That was fun. Um, here we go. Here we go. You can see Daryl Morey still in the background, but look, man, first piece of news today. So obviously the whole thing with George Hill lately, um, a couple days ago, they said there was no timetable for his return. Well, today we actually got a pretty good update, uh, in terms of that. So according to Keith Pompey, George Hill on his timeline, no one knows the timetable, but I will be back this season for sure. I will be back before the playoffs. You guys have been listening to me, man. That is, this is huge. We need George Hill back. We have what twenty games left. We need time for him to get accustomed to this system because he's going to be playing good minutes in the playoffs. He's going to be running that second unit. I don't trust Shake to do it. I don't trust Furkan. George Hill is going to be the guy to come in. And and you guys, let me know in in the chat what you guys are thinking. But I actually proposed a couple ideas where George Hill could end up starting. You could bring Seth Curry off the bench. Yo, this dog outside keeps barking, man. Come on now. Come on. You pick your you pick now to walk your dog every time I open the window, bro. But anyway, I love dogs, by the way. Um, so George Hill could end up starting. Seth Curry could come off the bench, right? Potentially Shake Milton could start, or Seth Curry could say in the starting lineup. And when I proposed that. Everybody was coming at me saying, yo, what is your problem? Like, we have to keep the same starting five. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think Danny Green would be good in his natural position of shooting guard. George Hill could potentially play the one, and then you could have Ben playing off the ball. But then the problem there is, do you leave Toby at the four? How does Ben play the three without shooting the ball? So you have that whole dynamic, right? But then again, we play positionless basketball. So uh, it's a, it, it's an interesting question. Interesting question. but. You guys let me know what you think about that. Um, I think George Hill is definitely going to be the closer, though. I think late in in playoff games, I think you're going to have George Hill, Danny Green, 
Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid on the floor. I don't think Curry's going to get late minutes in a playoff game. Um, but that's how I'm feeling. Bruce, what's going on, bro? What's going on, my guy? Sean says, 8 o'clock, put your dog in. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, barking so loud. <laughs> um, But, yeah, man, I you know, this – I, I think Seth Curry is made to come off the bench. I think he's more primed for that. So he's that's been, you know, where he's been at the top of his career. Like all his career, he's been a, a six man. So you guys let me know what you think about that. But anyway, this is great news. George Hill says he will be back. I trust George Hill. There was another quote. I couldn't find it, but he was saying essentially like, you know, Philly has welcomed him with open arms. If there was a couple teams that he would want to go to, and, and he told this to Danny Green back in the offseason. He said Philly was one of his destinations. So um, I think it's a perfect chance for him to try to win a chip. Uh, I think it's a perfect chance for him to uh, come in at this stage in his career and play some valuable minutes and be a good mentor and a good leader and help us off the bench. In other news, relating to the buyout market, The Sixers are waving. Sixers legend. <laughs> Forward, Ignas Brazdikas. He played one game for us, guys. Played a couple minutes. He's gone. What do you guys think this means? What do you guys think this means? To me, this means something will happen by tomorrow at 3 p.m. This is why I'm confident. And if you guys, there was an interview a couple weeks ago. I think it was Daryl or Doc. And one of them said, they were like, yeah, you know, we are going to have to hit at the buyout market. I, I said it was going to be very active as a whole. It has been, even though a lot of team, a lot of players are either going to the Lakers or Nets. But I thought the Sixers would be more active by now. Maybe the right players haven't been there, and that's why. But this, this signals to me that we are going to make a move by tomorrow at 3 p.m. We're going to talk about it, right? I made the video yesterday. Otto Porter, Avery Bradley, guys like that. Maybe someone we don't expect. Maybe someone gets cut. For example, Wayne Ellington. Why are the Detroit Pistons holding on to Wayne Ellington? There is literally no point. They should have traded him. They could have got whatever back for him. He's making $2 million, about to be a free agent. And the guy's having a great year off the bench. Why didn't they trade him? And then they traded DeLon Wright to the Kings? Pistons are all screwed up, bro. But anyway... I think we're going to make a move by uh by tomorrow because what what other point will we have of waving Ignas Brazdikas and RIP to the uh the Sixers legend <laughs> RIP to the Sixers legend Ignas Brazdikas he got that one game uh Sean says making room for a buyout player I agree um shout out to Philly fans and SD says loved your vid on the buyout market thank you so much Philly fans and SD great supporters of the channel guys shout out to all the members up in here we got a hundred. 15 in the chat. But yeah, man. I think we're going to pick someone up tomorrow. Um, and we will definitely talk about that in a few minutes. Um, after well, we'll talk about it in a few minutes along with the Brooklyn Nets thing. But the one more thing I wanted to get to. Let me stop sharing my screen here. Okay. The one thing that I have to talk about real quick, just for a couple minutes here, is this whole Ben Simmons thing. People keep asking me and DJ, like, yo, what's up? I know DJ talked about it earlier today. I was I was hitting him up about it and asking him. Here's what I'm going to say. Just my overall thoughts. Number one, I am sorry that this kind of stuff happens. 
and to live Alice Simmons, who I've followed on Twitter for a long time. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to go ahead and describe the whole story. Go on her Twitter and, and it's there. You can see. It. I'm sorry that this happened to live Alice Simmons. That is not right. And, you know, it, barring that everything she's saying is true, like that is messed up. And I'm sorry for Ben that he has to go through that kind of stuff because family stuff like that is just terrible. Um, It's ridiculous. And, you know, a lot of famous people do have situations where, you know, they try to let money speak. So I'm sorry that that happened. Here's what I will also say, you know, maybe, maybe this is contributing to Ben's kind of mental lapses this year. I mean, he's had a stretch early in the season. He had a stretch lately now where he, he just doesn't seem right. He seems out of the funk, but I'm also going to say this, and it has nothing to do with that situation. Ben still showed us for a couple weeks, right? People keep referencing this press conference from like a month or two ago um, where he said, you know, there's a lot going on in my life, but I just got to push through it. I'm pretty sure that was before he went on that hot tear or around the same time. So Ben still showed us that he can be aggressive. All I'm saying is that, sure, Ben might have, you know, his mental altered because of what's going on. And I really feel for the guy. But at the same time, this stuff just came out yesterday. So for some people to come at me and DJ and, you know, others like Steven and like they're saying, oh, you guys are terrible. You need to apologize. I'm just talking from what I see on the basketball court, okay? I like Ben. Ben's my guy. I support him, and I support the Sixers. And I don't think the way he's playing on the court directly translates to what's going on. I just think he's. this is just his role in the offense, and I just think that this is who Ben has been this year for the most part. And I think he just needs to wake up and hit that focus back where he's like, I can be as dominant as I want. And we've seen flashes of it. We have. And – Again, I just want him to play to his full potential. I love Ben. I love Joe. At the end of the day, I'm trying to go down Broad Street with all of you and celebrate. I'm I'm trying to celebrate, may, do a live stream, go absolutely nuts, okay? Holding up the trophy. That's what I'm trying to do. So, again, I'm sorry that this is going on with him. It is a terrible situation. I hope everything is better. And, you know, I, I just want him to be all right, and I want him to play up to his potential. And if he does play up to his potential, which we will continue talking about here, this team can go very, very far. Superhero says it's been who he's been for most of his career. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just who Ben has been this year, and it's just we've seen him play one way. We've seen him play the other way. We just want – his most potential. And, you know, I, I just analyze the guy by how I see it on the court. Of course, I'm going to take it into consideration and it's a terrible situation, but you know, hopefully, you know, whatever it is can click. Cause you know, for me, for example, if I'm pissed off, if I'm annoyed and raged, I'm going to go on the court and I'm, I'm surprised Ben hasn't been on the court, you know, getting texts, screaming at people, but people handle it differently. So maybe that's just how Ben is. Like he kind of just gets zoned out when if other things are going on but that's just my take on it so again we we just want the best out of them so now that that's out of the way if you got and if again i see some people asking about it go on his sister's twitter live alice and you can read about it there okay now speaking about the roster 
Do we need to go out and make a move tomorrow? Well, I think the right player has to be there. We talked about Avery Bradley, Otto Porter. I'm expecting a few guys to get cut maybe tonight or early tomorrow. Are they the right pieces? I don't know. It depends on who it is, right? But I'll be honest, man. I thought we were going to be a lot more active. I thought guys were more guys were going to get cut. And, you know, some top dogs did, but they went to the Lakers. They went to the Nets. I thought we could have, you know, been in the running for Ben McLemore with the whole Daryl Morey tie. I'm a little worried, guys. And I want to speak because I've also been getting a lot of comments about this. All right, listen, listen very closely because I'm I'm about to say this, but I don't want it to get misinterpreted. I was wrong about James Harden. I will always take something on the on the chin. I was wrong about James Harden in this sense. Listen closely. I did not expect James Harden to be able to change his style of play the the way he did in the quick time that he did. And I didn't expect him to be as good of a teammate as he's been. He hasn't said a word. He's been a good teammate. He's led the unit when some of the other guys haven't been there. For that, I will give James Harden credit. He has been one hell of a teammate. He's been balling out, and he worries me. If I were to go back in time, would I go back and trade for Harden? In hindsight, which is 2020, yeah, I would. So I was wrong about that. I didn't expect him to be this good of a teammate and be able to fit in like that. Now, with that being said, the Brooklyn Nets. So if you guys were watching the game on ESPN yesterday, they finished with 139 points, I believe. Kevin Durant came in in, what, the second half? Barely played. And they were up by like 30 on the Pelicans. We played a Pelicans tomorrow, by the way. And we better stomp them. But... In terms of this Nets team, I'm going to keep on preaching what I've been preaching. Those three stars, Harden, KD, and Kyrie, and now additions like Aldridge and Blake Griffin, those guys have only played together seven games, I believe it is. Six or seven games. It takes time to develop chemistry. Now, when they're all on the floor, if they get themselves you know, under, under control and you know, maybe they do in a first round playoff series. Maybe they go up against a, a terrible team and they sweep them and they just connect. All I'm saying, and I think it's fair to make the argument that it, it is kind of hard to develop kind of an identity in 20 games, right? KD is uh, just came back. Now Harden's out for 10 days. Kyrie was out. Harden was in. Sw- uh, you know, swap this, swap that. All I'm saying, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I... I'm not saying the Nets aren't going to go far in the playoffs, and they have surprised me so far. But, uh, you know, can can Aldridge still play? Can can Blake Griffin still play? They've been balling out with the Nets. They've been doing their thing. I don't know. Are some of their role players going to step up, like Timotei Lawawu? I don't think he's going to get minutes, right? Landry Shamit, will he play? Chris Chioza? I don't know how they're going to run their rotation. But the Nets have surprised me so far. They do fear I, I do fear them quite a bit more than I did. But I will still preach that until they play together and in, until I see the three of them, because I have seen those three implode teams in the playoffs, or at least be on teams that imploded in the playoffs, right? Kyrie with Boston, James Harden with, with Houston, and he couldn't get along with CP3. He couldn't get along with Russell Westbrook. And then Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, obviously, like, 
I'm just saying, man, it's going to be a tough matchup. But I do think we can take them because our guys have that that chemistry, man. They've been playing together all year, and they've been playing well. So what do you guys think about the Brooklyn Nets, man? Scott says, is this a live stream? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, sir. Shout out to everybody in here. Um, I think the Nets obviously have the star power. They have the star names. But until I see them all together, you know, I'm not going to say that they're just an automatic favorite because I do believe, once again, that the Philadelphia 76ers, one, they have Joel Embiid, who is unstoppable. Nobody on that team is stopping him. Now, I think they're going to throw doubles at him. I think they're going to throw triples at times. And then, then that comes into the equation. I'm even going to go out on a limb here and say the Sixers have Tobias Harris. Maybe that's a big if, but I am very, very confident for some reason in Tobias Harris. Like what I've seen this year, I think it's legit. I don't think that's just going to evaporate in the playoffs. If it did, it would be an entire choke job um, and it would be a Philly curse. But I do think that Tobias Harris is going to show up. Our playoff hopes depend on three things for me. Number one, will we get consistent shooting out of Danny Green and Seth Curry? And maybe, you know, a guy like George Hill. The way Danny Green's been playing lately, I'm giving him, you know, I've been giving him all credit. Like, he's just, he's fulfilling his role. But I've also seen Danny, for example, in last year's playoffs, right? Danny Green has to be in the right kind of rhythm. He's got to be in the right system. That depends on other players getting him open looks, spacing the floor. Right, Danny can sit in the corner, but I see times still where he's a bit passive because he's not open. Right? So when Danny gets the ball, when he gets the open looks, whether they're contested or not, is he going to be able to knock down the shots? And the same goes for Seth Curry, who's been up and down this year. I still would like Curry out of the six-man role, but um, yeah, I mean, are they going to be able to shoot consistently? Number two, what version of Ben Simmons will we get on a given night? You cannot take off in the playoffs. You cannot take off in an in a important playoff game. You can't go for eight points, nine assists, and nine rebounds. No. We're going to need at least, at least 12, 15, 16 points against a team like the Nets. And basically, even if you're not scoring, you got to keep being aggressive, man, because they, they're going to do what it takes at all costs to stop Joel Embiid. They will do at all costs what it do, what it takes to stop Joel Embiid. Now, whether that's putting pressure on Toby, whether that's just you know leaving Ben wide open outside of five feet, Ben's going to have to be aggressive. And if he stays aggressive, well, we have a good chance. We have a good shot. If we see that Ben that we saw about a month ago, we have a good shot. And obviously, we're going to have to continue to play defense, and Ben's D's going to have to be there. But I, I trust his defense to be there. I trust Thibault. Right, Thibel's another one. Is he? You know, you. I mean, Matisse Thibel. If in my eyes, how I'm thinking about it right now, if Matisse Thibel cannot hit shots or will not take them, Doc will not play Matisse, which is sad because we need his defense. I need Matisse to hit at least one or two threes a game while he is in, and I need him to defend one of the big dogs because I know he can. But anyway, Ben's got to be aggressive. And then number three, um, yeah, we just we just got to play team ball and we got to play defense. We got to play defense. We got to keep up the pace and we can't turn it over a lot. 
Got to get to the free throw line, right? The fundamental things. Can't turn it over. Got to be consistent. You know, can't foul. Can't get in early foul trouble. Those are the kinds of things we need. And and most importantly, we got to stay healthy. Healthy's, being healthy is a, is a big concern. We can't have, you know, game four of the second round and Joel Embiid has a stomach bug. We can't have game six of the third round and so-and-so's got an ankle problem. No, we need to be healthy. And we got to play a lot of minutes too. But anyway, those are my three things. Um, I think that this Sixers team can go to the championship, but it's going to be contingent upon those three factors. And we're, and we're about to get to the bio market, but you know we're going to read some comments and stuff. Let me tell you guys something, man. I still think our bench, our bench is my last overarching thing. I don't trust the bench right now, guys. I'm sorry. I just don't trust, for example, right, Furkan Korkmaz. Is Furkan Korkmaz going to play in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't trust yet Furkan Korkmaz to hit shots and play defense in a playoff series. Are we going to run an eight-man rotation? Are we going to run a nine-man rotation? Like, these things are things to think about. I think we're going with a nine-man rotation. But Furkan Korkmaz, if he comes in and misses two to three shots, he's done for the game in my eyes. You cannot leave him in. Number two, Mike Scott cannot play a minute of of playoff basketball. He shouldn't even be playing now. He cannot play, and I don't think he will. Number three, Shake Milton. I don't trust Shake Milton yet to be consistent in the playoffs. And this year, I've seen flashes of shake, like the shake we know he can become, right? Like a lethal scorer off the bounce. But it he's another one, like the aggression, man. Sometimes shake is way too passive, right? We Doc wants him to shoot. He wants him to create. Same thing with Matisse. Like, these guys got to be – you can't hesitate in the playoffs, man. I saw shake – I mean, shake was having a pretty good stretch last year, and the Celtics absolutely dogged this guy. And it wasn't even him missing a lot of shots. He was just, he had nothing to do. Like they were breathing down his neck and he just couldn't do anything. I know Shea can go for 21 game, but is he going to be consistent? Like I still don't trust Shea and Furkan and guys like this. I trust George Hill to come in and fulfill his role. From what I'm seeing with Dwight Howard, I think he's going to be okay. He can't get into foul trouble. And then, you know, there's a lot of ifs here. There's a lot of ifs. But this is another reason why I said I would bring Seth Curry off the bench. Because when I saw him go on that run a couple years ago with Portland, he was lethal off the bench. I would love a bench of George Hill and Seth Curry and Shake Milton and Dwight Howard. Right? Or or you move uh, George Hill to the starting lineup and you have Seth and Shake off the bench. Like, we need scoring off the bench. We need, when our guys come out, we need to hit shots and we need to grab boards. Another thing is about this whole, you know, we need another big man. And I agree, we do need a stretch. So I don't know if we're going to sign someone by tomorrow or what. But honestly, there's not a lot out there. And, you know, maybe a guy like Otto Porter, but what are you going to get from Otto Porter? Is he going to stay healthy? Like, I feel like we're going to have trouble. Like, unless Ben Simmons can play, like, most like maybe all the minutes or most of the minutes in a playoff game, like 
Who is going to come off the bench? Are we going to alternate? Is it going to be Toby with the second unit? Is it going to be Ben? Like, how is that going to work, that dynamic? You can't really play Ben and Dwight together off the bench. That cannot happen in the playoffs. You can't play Mike Scott. And for some reason, I have this deep urge that Mike Scott is going to find his way into a playoff game. And I'm really scared about it. Be Just because he can stretch the floor. And that's, I'm talking about once every eight games. <clears throat> I think our bench is a little suspect. It's been inconsistent. And if they are not strong, guess what? You got these top dogs of Brooklyn. You got some of these guys off the bench on Milwaukee. Like they're going to come in and they're going to feed it to us, man. So I think the Sixers can be a championship team, but a lot of things have to go right. And I wish we would, I feel like we need one more piece off the bench, man. I think we need one more piece. I hope we can get something done by tomorrow, but I don't know. If not, I guess we got to rock with this roster and uh, and see what happens. Maybe play an eight-man rotation. Who knows? <clears throat> but, yeah, man. Um, other than that, I, again, I hope we're active tomorrow. I hope we get somebody, but I – like, I've heard them say, like, they want to target another player. I just don't know if they're going to. I don't know. So I, I want to hear from you guys, man. I've been talking now for a half hour. Uh, we'll go for another half hour. We'll, we'll read some of the comments. We'll talk about it. What are you guys thinking about the roster? What do you think about players? Do you think we should pick anybody up? Do you think we need to? Do you trust in Furkan, Korkmaz, and Shake Milton off the bench? What do you guys think, man? Let's see. Rel says the Sixers are young for the most part, but you're right. I don't think it's this year. We are young. We have a few years. Let's see where season one gets us. And this is a good point because, you know, I, I said at the beginning of the season, like our window was opening. And I thought given the opening this year before, you know, everything transpired with Brooklyn, I thought, all right, you know, we might be able to make a run here. Um, now, even if we don't win this year, I, I feel like we have a strong window the next couple of years we had, we could potentially sign a big free agent and, you know, we can see what happens, but a lot's going to depend on what happens in this playoffs, man. We have to, at least in my eyes, we have to at least go to the Eastern conference finals because if we get bounced in the second round again, I mean, it, it would depend how it happens, right? Like if someone's hurt, like, I'm not going to say. You know, I can blame it on that, but like, I, I don't know. Daryl Morey has said multiple times this year, it is championship or bust. Those words come from Daryl. I'll be honest with you guys, man. I've seen Ben Simmons, um, the two playoff series he's played in, like where, where we got eliminated. He's partly been taken out of the game. He's actually been taken out a lot. And I thought that Doc Rivers would kind of change that. And, you know, we do have a different identity. It's going to be, you know, the focal point is Joel. And then Toby's going to be kind of that second scorer. And I guess everyone else has to fit in. But what I'm saying is, for example, just say Ben didn't perform and he got taken out and we had those games that we're not liking. Or, you know, say another guy did. Like, Daryl Moore's not going to hesitate, bro. 
I think I really think if we don't make the Eastern Conference Finals, I think someone is getting traded. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, shout out to Philly fans and SD. Great channel members. Thank you so much. Coming in with a $2 donation. Says, again, Sixers have chemistry and heart. Absolutely right. That's going to take us a long way. We had the chemistry. We, you know, there's certain things if you've ever played sports, like if you play with the same group for a while, you just have certain tendencies. You know certain things. You, you see things before they happen. We have that because we have played together. As long as Joel's in and we got this chemistry, we got the heart. I mean, that's going to take us a long way. That's what I'm saying about this net squad. Like, they haven't played together a lot. So, who knows what's going to happen? I'm not denying the talent, but what I will say is that I want to see them all together first. I want to see them all together. Let's see. Bruce says we need a piece or two. I agree. Um, but the thing is, we have until tomorrow. And I, I don't know if, you know, a guy at the deadline, like, like I feel like Kyle Lowry would have demanded too much. I wasn't giving up Fiable and Maxi and all that. Um, maybe we're waiting for the right piece. Like, but Daryl's been saying that a lot. Like, we're not going to use the chess pieces until the, the time is right. So I don't know, man. I do think we need another piece off the bench. Superhero says we thought it was a gap year and B changed our expectation. That's what I'm saying. Like when I came into this year, I thought, okay, Doc's going to change this culture. But the way that he did it so fast, him and Daryl, like I'm excited for the next three to four years. But with how, you know, when you have the best player in basketball, when you have Tobias, who has been this consistent, when you have an elite defender like Ben, our expectations change. And with the way the East was looking, there's an opportunity, man. There is certainly an opportunity here if we play it right. So real quick, shout out to everybody in the chat, guys. 155 in here. Hit that like and subscribe, man. Thank you guys for being here. Just chilling, talking. Um, if you guys catch it on a second time around, hit the like as well. Appreciate everybody being here. Let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see. Only player I want is Otto Porter, says Barn 5. Yeah, I hear you. Um, who knows? But that's the thing. Like, Otto Porter, Wayne Ellington, those guys haven't even been waived. So, I don't see why they haven't. Because Otto Porter's making, what, $30 million? The guy stinks for in terms of a $30 million contract. Like, he never lived up to that. I don't know how he hasn't been bought out yet. But uh, you know, if he's there, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate because he can guard the three and the four. He can he can knock down shots. So um let's see. Uh S Tipo, great channel member. What's up? Says it's gonna be Matisse Shake, Dwight, and George off the bench. So probably a nine-man rotation. So you don't think Cork's gonna get any minutes. But then again, what happens if Thibel can't shoot? That's all I'm saying, man. So I don't know. I'm I'm scared of what's going to happen with Matisse. Scott says, like you said, it's not 2K. You can't just throw five stars together and expect to work. Chemistry, that's what I'm saying, man. And, and don't forget, they have a rookie head coach in Steve Nash. Obviously a great of the game of basketball, but, you know, what happens if tempers start flaring in a playoff series? That's all I'm saying, man. 
Um, that's all I'm saying. Let's see. Uh, the windows now. We can make the finals and go against the Clippers, Lakers, or Denver. Whoever's going to make it can't stop and be. We just need Simmons to turn up. I agree. And again, if we play up to our potential, if we play aggressive, we play hard. Like a lot of people just want to count us out for no reason. They just look at you know what it looks like on paper and they just say, "All right, the Sixers have no shot." That's fine. Keep on counting us out, bro. Keep on counting us out. I just need our guys to step up and be aggressive and be consistent. Trace McSorley, what's going on? Ben Simmons, what's going on? Secret underdog, what is going on, bro? Wesley says, I don't want Embiid to leave his feet into the playoffs. Please. I need a healthy Joel Embiid throughout the entire playoffs. Please. Please. Joel, that would be the worst thing. Like, I'm thinking about all these other things, right? Like, Danny Green goes Danny Green from earlier this season. Curry's inconsistent. Ben isn't aggressive. We need Joel. I think Joel can average 30 in a playoff series. I really do. And I think he will. Let's see. Superhero says, hit the like and subscribe for the awesome chat. Thank you guys for being here, man. Hit that like, subscribe, man. Um, just chilling, talking. Let's see. We got all the Sixers players up in here. Um, let's see. Jay says Nets trying to buy a chip like the 04 Lakers. Detroit had the defense. Exactly. Exactly. And guys, I don't care what anybody says, bro. Like, you know, that the modern day NBA is a bunch of scoring. It's a bunch of threes, right? But the way that like those the people that say that don't have a squad filled with like generational defenders like Ben Simmons and what Matisse Thybul can be. Now, when I look at the Nets, right, like when they're clicking on all cylinders, Kyrie is a guy with probably the best handles I've ever seen. Harden is a, a lethal shooter. I mean, he's been playmaking. He's been doing great, man. And Kevin Durant's just a sniper. That's what he is. I just have a feeling, bro, like. Simmons is probably going to be on Kevin Durant. I'm guessing Matisse is probably going to be on James Harden. And I, I guess Danny Green's going to be on Kyrie. That would be my prediction. Um, but again, like it's going to be, it's going to come down to how they play together. You know what I mean? It's going to come down to their style of ball. And that's another thing about them not playing together. Now, I said this like a week ago. Who is going to what's going to happen one game when Kyrie has 30? 33 shots, and KD only finishes with, with 14 shots. Kevin Durant is a dude who – I'm not even going to – I'm no, nah, I'm not going to disrespect KD. KD's one of the greatest scorers I've ever seen. But uh, but up here, he's, he's, not, he's not too hard to rattle. Same thing with – like Kyrie, I don't know if he's that focused. I'm sure he will be in the playoffs, but I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I want to see. I, I really look, guys. We play the Nets next week, I think. I want to see them fully healthy, just one game, but I don't think it's going to happen. They keep taking turns with Harden going out, KD, Kyrie. <sighs> Defense is going to be huge. Defense is going to be huge. I, I think the Nets would be the favorite in the series, but. 
that's more so because of the bench. Again, I don't know about you guys, but I just wish we had one more lethal shooter. I wish we had a Wayne Ellington off the bench. I wish we had a sniper off the bench. But... A lot of this is going to come down to how Ben plays, how these guys shoot and get open. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> Benjamin says Harden is fourth in points per game. For a season after Chamberlain, Baylor, and Jordan, 36 points a game. Again, if you guys weren't here earlier, James Harden has really, really impressed me. And I will say I'm wrong about, you know, thinking that he would be a locker room cancer. Like, he's been the guy to hold down the fort. Um, again, it remains to be seen how the three of them will work. But uh, Harden has really impressed me so far, especially with the way he's been playing. Like, he's just locked in, bro. He's locked in. He wants that chip, so. It is what it is. You can't go back now, but Barnes has got to put Toby on Kyrie. He has the speed to keep up with him and the height. Maybe, maybe. Toby has stepped up as a defender this year, and I'll give him a bunch of credit. He really has, and I'm impressed with how Toby's been playing, but it's crazy that he's going to have to be the second scorer uh, on our team in the playoffs. Is 2022 going to be enough? You know what I mean? I think it depends if Joel goes for his casual 35, which is insane. But um, I just have a feeling it's really going to come down to the shooting aspect. And I keep on thinking about it. Like, let me know in the chat. Like, are you guys confident? I know I missed some of the comments earlier. Are you guys confident with this, this bench and this shooting? Like, do you guys think Danny and Seth are going to be those guys to drill shots? Corey says only one ball nets will self-destruct. Well, it depends with, with their whole attitude. You know what I mean? I want to, I mean, you know, the net, if you guys, there's people that don't watch the games and they watch ESPN. And if you listen to ESPN and don't watch games, all you're going to think is that the nets are the greatest team of all time, automatically off the start. But the, the reality is that they've only played like seven games together. So it takes time. Just how it took some of our guys time to get used to Doc's system. Now they're playing better. So Bruce says, if you ever listen to Danny's podcast, Danny's a rhythm shooter. It needs to get his shots and know where they're coming from. That's what I'm saying. I agree. And that, again, that depends on, for example, getting him open looks, running the right plays, getting just space on the floor. You know what I mean? So, again, a lot's going to circle down to how we space the floor. I'm just, here's what I'm concerned about, okay? Another thing. And I'm not trying to, like, complain. I, I'm just giving my thoughts from an objective take. I think we have a, as good a shot as anybody to knock off a team like the Nets. But just say Ben doesn't show up as his aggressive self. Let's just let's just say hypothetically here. What did, like, 
how how far can you go until you have to pull him off the floor? Same thing with Matisse, right? But it's more so spotlighted on Ben because he's one of our stars. So, like, say Ben is just not, you know, for example, if you watch the Raptors playoff series with Sixers, right? There were a couple games where Ben was literally, and this a lot of this was Brett Brown's fault. Like, Ben was just absolutely useless. Like, he didn't, he couldn't do anything on offense. They walled him off. He sat there and did not know what to do. I think there will be more cuts now. He'll be in a dunker spot. There will be more off-ball stuff to get him open and cut into the basket. But if he's not being aggressive and if he's not scoring and if he's not creating and he really can't do much with the ball in his hands and he won't shoot, right, how far do you go? Like, do you just leave him in? Do we essentially play four on five but but try to hope that his defense holds up on the other end? Like, a couple worries that sit in my head, man. Couple worries. Dave says, "Do you think Kyrie will be able to focus in a seven-game series?" I don't. Nah, I, I don't. I feel like the guy is not focused that much on basketball. So, I want to see how you know when adversity hits. I want to see how they how they react. Hill gives you 10 off the bench. Is that going to be enough? For George Hill, it is, yeah. But again, who's who else is going to step up off the bench? Is Dwight going to be able to score on DeAndre Jordan if he even plays? Like Aldridge? Who? Is Shake Melton going to step up and give us at least 10 a night? What is he going to do? Korkmaz? Who knows? Who knows? I trust Danny Seth is inconsistent. I won't talk about our bench. I think Danny will only because he's been there. He's got three rings, knows how to win. I mean, that's, that's a good point. He has been in the winning environment, but, you know, there's been ups and downs. I think Danny will be good. I think the bench is fine, but we could definitely upgrade. We also have to realize that the bench, you know, isn't going to play as many minutes. Um, they're going to have limited time, so they're going to have to make their minutes count. I like this dynamic where Doc goes, for example, with Tobias and keeps some of the second unit in. I just – you can't see Ben and, and Dwight together. I really wish we had one more piece. I wish Wayne Ellington would get bought out, and I wish Daryl would just swipe him up. Let's see. Um, Let's see. Uh, Matisse on Kyrie, Ben on Harden, and Danny on Harris. Oh, nah. I'm sorry, bro. I can't put Tobias on Kevin Durant, bro. There's there's no way if KD is healthy, I'm I can't put anybody else besides Ben on KD. I would put Matisse on him, but he's too young and inexperienced. I would not do that. Um I I hear your point about Harden's rhythm, but I think Tease can be a pest too. 
Critical, what's going on, man? Our newest channel member. We're going to give you a warm welcome in the stream tomorrow when I have the sound effects. But thank you so much for joining the Fire Tig Nation, bro. What's going on? Shout out to all the members in here. 160 in here. Guys, let me know if you guys are enjoying this kind of stream. Just, you know, chill, talking, reading comments. Let me know what you guys think, man. Hit the like and sub. We will be live for the game tomorrow, as always. Um, but, yeah, just want to keep getting some thoughts up in here. Probably be on for another 10, 15. Let's see. Um, sorry, guys. Like, I'm in StreamYard, so the comments, like, really jump fast. Um, so if I miss something, just try to throw it up there again, and uh, we'll see. Shout out to all the fire take emojis. I'm seeing them on my, on my phone chat here. Um, Shake has little playoff experience. That is a problem. Yeah, and it's like... Let me. I want to see what Shake is averaging this year, because at one point he was averaging fourteen, and then he went in like a cold spell. But it's for me, it's just the aggression, bro. When Shake it, you know that little mid-range floater that is Shake's just that is his mo, bro. But sometimes he just he's a little too passive for me, and I get it. He's still young. He's still averaging thirteen point nine points a game, but it's about being efficient, bro. And you know, Shake put on weight. He became a better defender. He's got to be. He's got to keep that aggressive mindset as well. Ben gives you two, but his defense is great. Or Ben gives you fifteen, but Durant goes off. Need to combine a great D and the offense works. I agree. I don't think Ben can score under ten points in a playoff game against a good team for us to win. I don't. I think you're going to need you're going to need three scores. To, to go off unless Danny Green has like a 25 point night or something like that or George Hill steps up I don't think it's feasible I think we need Ben to just keep being aggressive like he can't take off nights in the playoffs he all I'm saying is you know you have a mismatch take it take it there's really nobody that I've seen that can guard Ben one-on-one um in transition or going downhill All right, let's see. Let's see. Um, I don't, I don't, Doc. I don't like Doc's desire to keep playing Scott. Now, I have a weird feeling that Mike Scott's going to find his way into a playoff game just because we need like that stretch kind of combo there. And by combo, I mean like a stretch as well with a backup center. But please, please, Doc, please don't do it. I wouldn't even play Korkmaz in the playoffs. Um, and if he does, this is the one mistake Brett never made. Brett, I mean, I'm not even going to harp about it. Brett Brown took out the best score we had on the bench. That was Alec Burks. If Korkmaz comes in, and I know... Ooh, sorry, I got the Heat and Lakers game on. Drogic's leg almost bent under him, but... If Korkmaz is not shooting well, I've seen it this year. Doc is going to pull him as quick as you can say Furk on Korkmaz. Adjustments are going to be huge. Adjustments are going to be huge. Philly fans and SC says Sixers and Nets are like David and Goliath. We know how that turned out. You already know. Yep. It's going to be two big dogs. I, I can't wait. I want to be the underdog. Guys, I can't stress that enough. I want to be the underdog. I want them to count us out, give us no credit. Please, 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 please. 
And in a few minutes, the last thing that we'll talk about is I want to get your idea of who you don't want to play in the playoffs. But that kind of just sparked that thought in my head. Ike says, Ben isn't stopping KD. KD has spots on the floor. He'll get to and make shots. KD is efficient as hell. Um, I think overall, Ben will at least, I think we'll be able, you know, he's not going to stop KD in terms of holding him to 10 points, maybe at one game, but as long as you can keep KD, the, the thing is you're going to have to stop two of them or at least put a limit on them. One guy you're going to have to stop. The other guy you're not going to be able to let him go off uh, entirely. And then they still have the third option. Then you have all like, this is where the role players come in, bro. This is where the role players come in. And I, that's why I'm saying like our guys have to be consistent. But uh, I, I will not deny that KD is, is one of the most lethal scorers I've ever seen in my life. And when, and when he's on, like he came in yesterday, hit a contested three. It's ridiculous. So it's all, it's all going to be up here, the mental game. Let's see. Um, John says, all I want for my birthday is Wayne Ellington to be released in Sixers on him. First off, John, happy birthday. And second off, I would love that entirely. I don't understand why he had, why he's still on the Pistons. I'm going to pull up Woj's Twitter just to make sure nobody else got cut. But, yeah, literally nothing. All the, all the guys went to the Lakers and Nets. Um. Let's see. Uh, Adi says, I think Toby can hold his own against Kevin Durant. I, I don't. I just don't. And that, that's not taking anything away from Toby. Don't get that wrong. Um, Kevin Durant's just unbelievable. I just, I would rather put Toby on a guy, maybe even like Harden, try to get him, you know, accustomed to that. Uh, KD is just ridiculous. Maybe you flip flop and you try, you try different things, but you're only going to have limited time to uh, to see how this works. Ike says, if you have Ben Thibel and Green on the floor, you're lacking shooting against Brooklyn. Well, again, it depends how Green is hitting or not, and you know that's another thing. Like it's these lineup combos, Doc. I'll be honest, hasn't been the best with lineup combinations, but I do think he's been trying different players. I do think he's been trying different combinations. Um, do you think Maxi should get more minutes? Well, Ronald, I do, but at this point, he's not going to. So we can just kiss that off goodbye. That's not going to happen. It's sad because he would have been a nice piece off the bench, but unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Rick, my guy, great channel member, says, these streams give us time to digest what has been going on and what will be going on with the Sixers. Sometimes during the play-by-plays, the action goes so fast. I agree. Let me know if you guys agree with Rick. If you guys like these streams, we can do them, you know, once a week. I, I See, me, I'm always down to talk Philly. I'm down to talk Sixers, bro, like all the time. I know during the play-by-plays, a lot goes quick. I, I'm down to collab with anyone, bro. I'm down. I always am trying to get these guys to come on and talk. Like, 
I would love a weekly thing. It's just about their schedules. Like I would love to bring someone on every week and just talk and, you know, have an hour where we just communicate and just talk about this stuff. But, um, also my plans for the playoffs, by the way, guys, is I'm going to be obviously doing live streams for every game. And then I think the next morning I'm going to drop like a post game pod. Like, obviously I haven't been doing a post games. Now it kind of gets tiring and it's like, you know, the same thing and not a lot of guys playing, but just know for the playoffs, I'm going to try to do a post game the next morning after I can digest a little bit um, for each game. So that's just my plans on that. Uh, let's see. Shake is best with a point guard on the floor, him and George on the backcourt. I agree with that 100%, Chima. I, I agree 100%. I just need Shake to keep on shooting the ball. I need him to be aggressive. Haven't heard much about Dwight Howard in the chat. You guys think Dwight's going to be aggressive? What do you guys think? Seth Curry can be a good third option if Ben can't. I still want Seth coming off the bench, man. I just... You know, you ever feel like things can go either like really pretty or really ugly, like not in between. Like if we get to a playoff game and like Danny and Seth are both cold, it's just going to get ugly, bro. It's going to get ugly. Philly Philly, the podcast, my guy, great Eagles content creator. He's going to start doing Nets content. Shout out to my guy, man. Give him a sub. Great, uh, great dude, man. True friend that I met off YouTube and uh, awesome guy. Appreciate him being in here. And uh, definitely look to work with him soon. Ben has to score at least 20 every night. The problem is if he wants to step up, I agree. Um, Simmons to the rim, blocked by James. What a weirdo, bro. What a weirdo. I mean, at this point, just buy a poster, bro. Just buy a little bobblehead and just, just stare at that thing for the rest of the night, bro. I mean, come on, bro. Let's see. Danny, what's going on, bro? Great channel member. Yes, sir, I remember you. Shout out to the Fire Take members, man. Of course I remember you. Of course I do. What's going on, bro? Appreciate you being back in here. Um, Let's see. We got Philly fans in SD coming with a $2 donation. Says, real quick, anyone see the boom bomb? I did not. I had this heat uh, game. Oh, wait, oh, no, you're talking about the uh, the one yesterday. That was a shot. I got confused because the Flyers are on right now, and the Flyers disappoint me. Um, but, yeah. By the way, guys, the Phillies, I would definitely be down to do a Phillies play-by-play. -play. Uh, the Phillies are fun to watch again. The Phillies are fun. They have a bullpen, and uh, that was crazy. That was crazy. The Phillies are a good team. That's all I'll say. Alec Bohm, Philly fans in SC, Alec Bohm, every time he comes up to the plate, I feel like he's going to hit a shot. He just looks like he has that look to him. Let me know if you agree. Um, Let's see. Where were we at? Bible's better at defense, but honestly, Green could do some damage to Kyrie. I mean, the man can steal and defend the perimeter well. Yeah, we're going to need that from Danny. He's He's been a, a sneaky, quiet defender, so see what he can do, you know? 
We're going to need Danny. We can't have the snail Danny that gets blown by every time. Kane says, I love the streams. Barm, love the streams. People love the streams. Love it. Love it. Um, please sign Jabari so we don't have to see Mike Scott. No offense. I don't want Jabari uh, Parker. I feel bad for the guy. He just never lived up to it. Don't think he's going to bring much. People were asking me about Kelly Olenek. Please, if even if Kelly Olenek does get waived, which I don't think he will, stay as far away as possible from Kelly Olenek. I hate that guy with a passion. Oliver says, do you think Ben is back from his struggles after the Boston game? I mean, Ben had a better game. He didn't have, like, a crazy game. I, he still didn't, you know, he still wasn't that aggressive, but a lot was alleviated from Embiid being on the floor. I just hope he builds on it. The next couple games, uh, we'll get a good idea, especially with Embiid next to him. Um, I just need him to be keep being aggressive, man. And it, the, the way that he played defense the other night was huge, so I want to keep seeing that. I want to see. I want to keep seeing that. Um, let's see. You and DJ make a good combination. Yeah, I'm always down to collab with DJ. Always down. Philip, what's going on, bro? Just got back from my baseball game. The ump was selling the calls. Of course he was. Of course. Critical says if we make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose, who do we add or trade to get us to the chip? That's a good point. I think it depends if we want to go out and make a big splash for a free agent. I think it depends on how we lose. You know, if Ben doesn't step up, I think I think Ben might be out of here. Even Tobias Harris could end up like there's a lot that could happen. <clears throat> I don't think Danny's going to get re-signed. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you go for a, another kind of a combo guard. Maybe you go for a wing, another player to add to this squad. There's, there's a lot that could happen. Um, I think it depends on how we lose, you know. Let's see. Dwight will bring the playoff intensity. Well, the thing is, he can bring the intensity all he wants, but he cannot get in foul trouble. He can't do anything stupid. So. Let's see. Um, ALD856, what's going on, bro? Welcome on into the chat, man. Thank you for being here. What's going on? What's up, bro? Is today the deadline? No, tomorrow, guys, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, April 9th. East, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the buyout deadline. Been staying up with it. You know, guys that I want, Wayne Ellington, Otto Porter, they're still on their teams. They haven't been bought out. I don't know if they will be. Um, so it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get someone. And, yeah. Let's see. Kelly Olenek helped take the Heat six games against the Lakers. He dropped 25. Kelly Olenek stinks, bro. He stinks. I mean, he went ice cold from three. I hate him. He's just annoying. Um, I don't trust Kelly Olenek on my team, but that's just me. That's just me. I call him man bun. He just pisses me off, bro.
You guys once said we don't need any upgrades. We have enough to compete. Now you live and die with Mike Scott and Cork Moss coming off the bench. Um, I'm, I've am i always been – I mean, I've been saying this whole year that Cork Moss is just – I can't take him anymore. Mike Scott, I've been out on that. Um, It's just – I wish we had that one more shooter. I wish we could have – like, when I think about the trade deadline – the Pistons organization needs to be sold, right? Again, I'm going to reference back to this because I don't care, because I can because I'm on YouTube and I'm talking, right? What are, what are the Pistons doing? They traded the lawn right to the Kings, and then they, they, they kept Wayne Ellington for $2 million. You could have traded him off and got a draft pick in return. You could have got two draft picks. The guy's shooting 42% from three, 11 points a game. Why didn't you trade him? I don't understand. You're not making a playoff push. He's going to leave in free agency. I don't get it. I don't get it. I was wondering if they go to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to the Nets because KD, Kyrie, and Harden just go off unreal. Can you really blame the Sixers? Well, why would they go off? You know what I mean? That That's – I mean, yeah, they're going to go off a couple games, but that's a knock on our defense. We're supposed to have one of the best – Doc said we are supposed to have a top 10 offense and defense in the league, and that's going to win us a championship. He, I think he even said top five. We have defenders. We have to play out on the perimeter. Look, Mike, I mean, you can take at least one of them guys out of the game, in my opinion. If Sixers win the chip, what do you see more doing to the roster in the offseason, or what would you like to see them do if they win? If they win the chip, I mean... Yo, I mean, if you win the chip, Danny Green will be off on his way. I don't think they're going to do much if we win the chip. I think we'll uh we might try to acquire maybe one of the big free agents, but other than that, just filling out the supporting cast. Um if we win the chip, I don't think I don't think it'll change much, but um what would I like to see them do is just kind of get a, a again a young two, a young shooting guard that can Maybe go out and make a trade for Buddy Heald, a guy like that. Um, I would like that. I would like that a lot. Critical says Thabo needs to put in the works offseason development. Shy can learn a thing from Danny Green. Absolutely. He can be the Danny Green of this team. And I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about back then, the championship Danny Green on San Antonio. He could be that guy. And he could be 10 times better. Because, again, Thibel has his instinct that is just uncharacteristic, man. Thibel can be... Guys, Thibel can be the starting shooting guard of this team for the future if he were to knock down his shots. Because that defense is something special, bro. Special. Watch us not get anyone after waving Iggy. I just don't like the fact that we waved him. Like, something has to happen, bro. Philly fans says, are you streaming the deadline? I don't think we're going to stream this one because I don't expect a lot to happen. If a, if we do sign somebody, we will be on a reaction video right away. And we'll also be streaming the game tomorrow. So uh, we can definitely talk about it more there. 
Um, let's see. I don't understand the Olenek hate. Why can't you put that aside? I can put it aside, bro. I can definitely put it aside. Like, if he were to come here, I would learn to love him. I'm just talking about from a basketball perspective. Like, he has these stretches, but he also has stretches where he just, like, he just gets in the way. If he were to get waived, I would I would inquire about him. But I'm not as crazy on him as everybody else. You have to keep saying cork miles, you suck. I can only say that though for as as you know a certain amount of time. He just he's just inconsistent. It just is who he is. Um <clears throat> let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> Pistons are the dumbest team in the NBA. I don't get what the heck the Pistons are, Pistons are doing. They sign every forward in the league. I thought Brett Brown was about to coach the damn team. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Someone actually uh, hit me up yesterday on Twitter. If you guys don't follow me on Twitter, at RB Philly Take. You know what they said to me? They were like, yo, I'm so upset that Al Horford isn't getting waived because we could use him as a backup center. I started to think about that. OKC is literally holding this man in prison. Like, they're not letting him play, and they won't let him leave because they want to trade for draft picks. But, like, could you imagine if that ever happened? It's just crazy, but um, let's see. Graces will have to get better shooting no matter what. I hope Tease gets more minutes in the playoffs. If he works on his shooting, he's one of the best two ways in the league. A little bit of a hot take, but I like it for the future. Michael, what's going on, bro? Shout out to everybody up in this chat, man. 160 in here rocking with me. Hit the like and subscribe, man. Probably hop off in like five minutes. Um, give me your guys' thoughts, man. Give me whatever you want to know. We're here talking, chill stream. Maybe the Pistons want to retire Ellington's jersey. Oh, boy. I mean, why not at this point? Why not? Pistons are, are just a sad franchise, bro. Sign Corver, don't even play him. Just let him teach Simmons and Thibel how to shoot better. Yo, I know you guys saw my video yesterday. Guys, if Marco Bellinelli would come back to the U.S., I would, I would offer this guy anything, bro. Bring Bellinelli back to the U.S. Bring him to Philadelphia. Bring him back. Bring Kyle. I don't know what Kyle Corver's doing. I don't know what he's doing. Daryl's not L and he does things for a reason. That's a good point. That is a good point. We need B-Ball Paul to get some minutes. Not going to happen in the playoffs. <laughs> not going to happen, man. Doc won't play any young guys in the playoffs. Jabari Parker would be a good pickup if he's healthy. Yeah, but I just don't know, man. I don't know. If he's there, maybe. Maybe that's who we go after, but who knows? I feel like someone's going to get cut, though, tonight or tomorrow morning. Like, There's just some guys that got traded. I don't know why they hadn't. I mean, I don't know why they haven't been, uh, haven't been cut yet.
Lindy, what's going on, bro? Says checking in, my guy. Pumped for our matchup in Dallas. Yes, sir. What's going on, Lindy, my guy? Upcoming Mavs content creator. Um, if it's not for the money, I would take him as the third center. <sighs> the reason why why Al didn't get waived because because of his big ass contract. Yeah. Um, and I and I I want to speak on that as well too. Like. People, I mean, if you guys remember the night that we got Danny Green, it was draft night. The amount of ludicrous, like, takes, right? They were like, oh, my God, we got Danny Green. First and foremost, the reason we got Al out of here, and we only had to give up a couple picks to do it. That was flawless work by Daryl Morey. And then on top of that, we got Danny Green for essentially nothing. We got him, we got him for nothing. Like... That was that was some trade. That is that is shaping up like some kind of trade, bro. That is shaping up as some kind of trade. Let's see. Um What's your dream acquisition tomorrow? My dream acquisition would be 9 a.m. Detroit Pistons say, "All right, we are cutting Wayne Ellington." Daryl Morey calls him up, and by 2 p.m., Wayne Ellington to the Philadelphia 76ers. Let's go look at his, at his stats real quick. Don't understand how this guy didn't get traded. He's literally not even playing now for rest. Rest. Like, okay, you couldn't have traded him for anything? Look at this, 10, point, 10 points a game, two rebounds, one and a half assists, 42% from three in 22 minutes a game. I mean, come on, bro. They should have traded him. Bellinelli hitting a three. That was a two to win against the Celtics. Yep, that was Bellinelli. That was him. I miss Bellinelli, man. He Bellinelli's like a smarter Corkmaz that doesn't just show up one in every eight nights. He actually shows up. He's just crazy. If we don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, Ben has to be traded for Bill. It could happen if we don't make it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, would like to see Hill start over Seth. I agree 100%, Todd. 100%. 100%. First traded, my thought was no way he's going to get any minutes. Look, I'm telling you, if you guys go back and look at my reaction video, like, Danny Green, like I even said, like even if he doesn't work out, like you can get rid of that contract easy, um, and it's only for one year. But you know, it, it's just shaping up to be a heck of a trade. I hope Daryl's able to pull something off, man. Um, Philly fans says we got a Danny emoji. That trade was so good. It really, it, it really shaped up to be something crazy. Um, do the Sixers have a real chance of getting out of the East? I think we do. 
I think we do, but a lot of things are going to have to happen the right way. Chips are going to have to fall the right way. Ben needs to give us 15, 18 to play. Shooters need to step up. I agree. 100%, bro. 100%. Can't, can't take off nights in the playoffs. Can't take off games. So... But yeah, man, um, it's pretty much what I got for tonight. If you guys missed any part of this and you want to watch it later, be sure to do that. We talked uh, some news, talked about some targets, talked about how our team stacks up against Brooklyn, different possibilities, talked about a lot, man. Um, If you guys don't know, tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the buyout market deadline. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that we can get one more player Somehow, someway, I hope someone gets cut. I hope somebody finds their way into the free agency and Daryl calls them up and gets it done. We waived Ignas Brazdikas. I don't think that is just for nothing. And I don't think that would happen tonight out of coincidence. I don't think that would just happen tonight out of nowhere. I think the Sixers are gearing up to try to push to get somebody. Whether it gets done, who knows. If something does happen, we will have a reaction video out tomorrow whenever it happens. We'll be streaming tomorrow night, Sixers Pelicans. That's going to be a fun one. We better stomp the Pelicans. We better not keep it close. Um, But, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. We talked a bunch of stuff. Appreciate everybody being in here. Hope you guys enjoyed this chill stream. Hit the like and sub for your boy, man. Flyers 2-2, six minutes to go. Um, But, yeah, man. Let's see what we can do. Can the Sixers make one last push? Can they can they bring somebody in? And can they can we make this push to the playoffs and go all the way? Um, I hope so. I hope. I think we have a, a really good shot. I think we have a good shot. More tomorrow, guys. Um, shout out to uh Cat on the Moon, John, Barn Five, Philly fans and SD. Um BLSG. Shout out to everybody up in here, guys. Appreciate you tuning in, giving your thoughts, giving all the love, man. Let's see. We have a uh, $5 donation coming from Rob Dredden. Great supporter, long time of the channel. Shout out to Rob, man. He says, New Jersey Nets can't hold us. Go Sixers. I like how he referred to them as the New Jersey Nets. Not even giving them respect. You know why, Rob? Because I agree, bro. Most of the the few the few real Brooklyn fans are actually New Jersey Nets fans. The rest of them are has-beens and holdovers from the New York Knicks fan base, and the rest of them are just bandwagons of the NBA. Oh, I love KD. I'll go be a Nets fan. I love James Harden. I'll go be a Nets fan. That's really what it is. Um, but yeah, Rob, we have as good a shot as anybody. So. We'll see how it goes, man. Hopefully, we can make a a last move, make a push. Appreciate everybody tuning in. And I hope everybody has a great night. I'll catch you all tomorrow, man. Have a good night, man. Peace.